Zakt the Gemara. So again, we had a Mishnah. Let's just recap the Mishnah on the Malach Mabez. Told us the halacha that if um, the first day of Yom fell out on Shabbos, everyone would bring their lulavim to shul before Shabbos because they can't carry it on Shabbos to do Rishas And the next day, everyone would come, recognize what they, um, their lulav, and then they shook it. Why did they have to recognize it? Zakhta Mishnah, because the Chacham said that in order to be Yaitzi on the first day of Yom Tov, it has to belong to you. And on the other day of Yom Tov, it could belong to other people. No problem. Rabbi Yaisi ended off with a different halacha that on the first day of Yom Tov, that falls out on Shabbos, if he goes out with the lula of Turash Hasharab because of his excitement to doing the mitzvah, he forgets that it's Shabbos. So it's considered Ta'avidvar mitzvah for something which is a chi of kares. Okay? And therefore, he's going to be potter from Echatas. That's Rabbi Yossi's halacha. The Gemara brought down a brisa, that we had two drushes in the brisa. Number one, Velokachtem, which taught us that everyone has to do the mitzvah, and not just one person fulfilling it for everyone else. And the other, the other drusha was Lachem, that it has to belong to you, not borrowed or stolen. And from here we see that on the first day of Yom Tif, it has to belong to you. You cannot be yaitzed to the mitzvah with someone else's lulav until they give it to you as a present. Meaning to say that them lending it to you is not sufficient. It has to be a real present that they're giving over to you. And now we're up to the b'risa, which is the b'risa continues with bringing a story that illustrates this point that you have to give it as a present in order to be yaitzed. Umaise, and there was a story with Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Allah Zabin Azariah, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Allah Zabin Azariah, Rabbi Akiva. All of these four Tanoim, Shahayubain Basvina, that they were coming by boat, Velayhaya Lulav Elalur Rabbi Gamliel, and there wasn't a Lulav to them, except for only Rabbi Gamliel had a Lulav, Vilvad. Only Rabbi Gamliel, Shalokchay, that he bought it be'elav zuz for a thousand zuz. Okay, so this is a story, says the Brisa, and again the Brisa is going to illustrate this point that in order to be yaitzah the mitzvah, you have to only has to give it as a present. So Rabbi Gamliel was the only one who had this lulav, not like Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel took the lulav, v'yatzavoy, and he was yaitzah with it, v'nasna the Rabbi Yeshua, and then he. Gave it over to Rabbi Yeshua, vimatana as a present, and as we'll see, it was a matana amnas So he gave it, gave it over to him as a present. Not la Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua took the lulav v'yatzavai, and he fulfilled his obligation with it. V'nasle the Rabbi Liaz Allah Nazaria, and then Rabbi Yeshua went and gave it to Rabbi Allah Nazaria vimatana as a present. Not like Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Then finally, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah took it v'yatzavai, and then he fulfilled his mitzvah with it. V'nosne birmatana le Rabbi Akiva. He gave it as a present to Rabbi Akiva. Not like Rabbi Akiva v'yatzavai. Then Rabbi Akiva took it v'yatzavai, and he fulfilled his mitzvah with it. V'hechziroi le Rabbi Gamliel, and then Rabbi Akiva gave it back to Rabbi Gamliel. So basically, what we have is. The Brisa, so this is the Adkan HaBrisa, this is the end of the Brisa. So the Brisa is demonstrating, we see from this story, that Rabbi Gamliel, who owned the Lulav, didn't merely say, here you go, Rabbi Yeshua, I'm giving you permission to use my Lulav. Meaning, he's not stealing it, I'm giving him permission. That wasn't sufficient. What he had to do was actually give it to him as a present, and only then were they able to be Yaitzah the Mitzvah.
That's what the Bryce's point is, and that leads to the next question. Lomali Lameimar, why does the Bryce need to say Hechziroi? That Rabbi Yaakiva returned it. Meaning, again, the point of the Bryce is to teach us that you have to give it as a present. What happens afterwards is immaterial. That's not, that's not shaykhis. That's, it, it doesn't make a difference to us what happened. It doesn't make a difference if it was a Deri Lulav or if it was an Egyptian Lulav. That doesn't bother, it doesn't make a difference, right? That's why, that's why the mission doesn't tell us. The Bryce doesn't tell us. So why does the Bryce have to tell me that afterwards, Rabbi Kiva gave it back to Rabbi Gamliel? Lomali the Meymar Hechzirai. Why does the Bryce have to say he returned it to him? Answers the Gemara, Milsa Agav Orchi Kamash the Bryce is coming to teach me, Milsa, an idea or a concept, Agav Orche, as an aside, Kamash Malon, the Bryce is coming to teach me. And what is that? Matono amanas lahachsir, Shmo matono. A matono on condition to return at some point in the future is considered Shmo matono. It's considered a matono to the extent that it belongs to you completely. Completely. Daniel brought up yesterday a matana l'sho, which is, a, let's say, a matana l'sho, a Kenyan l'sho, which means if I'm saying I'm going to give you a present for five minutes, and then after five minutes, it retroactively comes back to me. So I brushed it off and said, no, you have to make a Kenyan, and, and that was how some Rishonim learned. It's, it is a machlaikas, just for, just to be clear. It is a machlaikas, there are days, and that's a machlaikas, and, and the rush. Um, we're not going to get into that now. Maybe one day we will have a shear, a special shear on the sugya. But for now, we'll say, we're saying that matanam manachs means I'm giving you a present. I'm saying it's yours on condition that you return it to me. I could say in an hour or whatever it may be. It may have to be before the end of Yom Tif. But either way, if I wasn't yet to the mitzvah. And then it's yours at that time to be yoyed to the mitzvah. The Bryce is alluding to that, and it's hinting to that, and Rava, the Amaira, actually spoke it out explicitly. Kiha, the Omar Rava, like this, the Omar Rava that Rava said. If a person says, Ha l'cha esrik zeh, here is for you, this esrik, al menaz, on condition shetach on condition shetach that you return the esrik to me, zok Rava, not like if the person took it, the recipient took it, <laughs> and he fulfilled his mitzvah, meaning he shook it, he said a bracha, etc. So says Rava, if he returned it to the giver, Yotza. So then retroactively it comes out that he was yoyed to the mitzvah because the condition has been fulfilled and therefore, no problem, he could be yoyed to the mitzvah. However, if he didn't return it, so retroactively it comes out that when it was in his rishus, and when he was trying to be yoytze the mitzvah, it was really bigzela, meaning he has, he has an obligation to return it at that time to the giver. Not at the time he was in the mitzvah. Yes, because retroactively, from the moment he got it, he's a gazlan. But not during the time he's doing the Right, retroactively. Right? Lo yotze, he's not yoytze the mitzvah because it doesn't belong to him. It doesn't belong to him. Okay, and therefore, so that, that this halacha of Rava is alluded to in the Brisa, al kaponim matona amanas lahachsishma matona, a present on condition of returning it is considered a matona. There is a daya that holds that even though many times someone will borrow, not borrow, you'll give the lulav to somebody in shul, 
whether it's, you know, you're giving it over, even though you don't speak the whole thing out, there are, it's of but there are those that hold that it's assumed that you want to give it over in this fashion, and therefore you can make a bracha even on the first day, even though, you know, even you're not... you never knew what, even if you don't know anything? It's a big, it's a, it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. It comes to people from the That's a good limud. That's right. One more question on the on the language of the Bray. So, why does the bought it for a thousand zuz? That's also irrelevant. Why is that important that the Bray feels the need to tell us how much of a you know? When Avram Avinu bought Maras the Torah tells us, "Was shekel kesef But there's a reason for that, and there's limudim we learn from that, right? Emar maat vasei harbei, not emar harbei vasei maat, right? Efer and sell, give it to you for nothing, and then he ended up charging him so much for you know this limudim that we learn from it. What are we learning from the fact that this was the price tag? Zok to Gemara lohidiacha to let you know and to show you, meaning to. To uh, have what to look up to, that what kama mitzvahs chavivos alein, how much and how dear the mitzvahs were to the people at the time, Rambam Gamliel and his friends. He spent a thousand zuz. So that's what we want to we want to convey that, and we want to sh- demonstrate that by telling you how much he paid for it, how much he was willing to give for a lulav. Now I don't know if when we see lulav here, we mean that it was all the dalamini he spent a thousand zuz. But if it's with the lulav itself, then it's taka. I mean, that's... For the asterisk, all right. But the lulav, right? We learned in the Mishnah by Yishviyas that the lulav is cheap. All right? It's less than three meals worth. Not if they're on a ship, okay? I guess. Okay. But I mean, are we not talking about both yet? Probably talking about everything, because it's... I mean, I don't know. Right. Probably. Probably just talking about... We saw, we saw earlier from the Mishnah, lulav mechaveroi. Someone who buys a lulav, and over there it meant all dalin, all four species. So the stuff over here, it also means that. Right? Does, I mean, yeah. Okay. Zok tigmar vaiter. It's okay. Fine. Zok tigmar vaiter. Amar lei mar bar amemar leravashi. Mar, the son of amemar, would say to Ravashi. Said to Ravashi. Amar lei, I'm sorry. Amalei Mar Bar Amemar, Mar, the son of Amemar, said to Ravashi, Abba, Amalei, Mar Bar Amemar, Mar, the son of Amemar, said, Liravashi to Ravashi. He said, Abba, my father, who's his father? Amemar. Abba, Tsluye Komatslibe. My father, Tsluye Komatslibe, my father would davin with the scabbled Slicein. And Kaddish would say, the Skavot Salaisen of Usen, Sully is davening. Tsuluye? Tsuluye That's just a way of saying it. My father would daven, Tsuluye Komatslibay, my father would daven, holding the Lulav and Esrit. Okay? You would hold the Lulav and Esrit while he was davening Shpana Esrit. You're reading the part of the translation. What? That's what Bey means. Correct. Bey means with them, with it. Oh, okay. With it, with the hajana. Let's see. Let's see what the gemara says. Right now, we're just saying what. It's just the way. It's just the way the gemara talks. Avot sli kamatzlevim. My father used to daven with the araminim. With the araminim, holding it in his hand. Ask the gemara. Meis ve'alas yo kasha elev. 
The Brisa says, or the Mishnah says, Lo yoichaz adam, a person should not hold tefillin biyadai, tefillin in his hand. Lo yoichaz adam tefillin biyadai, a person should not hold tefillin in his hand. V'sefer Torah b'chekai or b'zroyai, and a sefer Torah in his arm. V'yispala l'ndavin. He's not going to be able to concentrate on it. On davening, because he's going to have these in his hand. He's going to be afraid it's going to fall down. A person should not hold tefillin in his hands. And a sefer Torah in his chest, meaning in his arm. Why? Because he's not going to be able to concentrate on, focus on his davening, because he's afraid that his tefillin are going to fall out of the hand. Continues the Brisa or the Mishnah, He should not relieve himself, Ketanim, while wearing Tefillin. And he should not sleep in them. Not a deep sleep and not a nap. Now, to, to, without looking at any, anywhere else, what case are we talking about? That when the Brisa says that you can't sleep in them, not keva, not a rai, I'll give you three options. Falling only when they're. Uh, no. And you're holding them. That whole, excellent. No, no. You're holding them. When you're holding them. The Brisa says, a rai, not keva. The Brisa on daf. Chavav. Chavav? Excuse me. Or was it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Chavot. She needs that if you that you're allowed to, you're not allowed to sleep at all with your filling if they're if they're in your hand, right. even not it's dozing not off, right. if covered it off out of my hands because you might come to drop it. Talk upon him. Sorry for that tangent. again. A person should not wear tefillin in his hand. Hold tefillin in his hand. And hold a sefer Torah in his chest, meaning hold it in his arms. He should not relieve himself. While wearing tefillin. And he should not wear, he should not sleep with tefillin. Not a deep sleep and not a doze and not a nap when he's holding them in his hand. Okay, that's the end of the Brisa. For Omar Shmuel, and Shmuel says, commenting on this Brisa, Sakin, a knife, Vikaara, and a plate that has food on it, Kikar, a loaf of bread, Umois, and coins or and money, hare elu. These all, all of these, the sakin which is a knife, kaara which is a plate, but it means a plate with food on it, kikar, a loaf of bread, umois and money, hare elu These are all similar to the tefillin and the sefer Torah that you're not allowed to daven with them. Why not? Well, the sakin, the knife, you're afraid it might fall and you'll cut yourself. The ka'ara, the plate with food on it, you're afraid it's going to fall and get dirty. The kikar, the loaf of bread, you're afraid it's going to get fall, fall and also get dirty and, and, and not edible. Umois and money, you're afraid it's going to fall and scatter and you'll lose it. 
So all of these things, they are all similar to holding tefillin or holding a Sefer Torah, that you're concerned about what you're holding, and therefore you're not going to be able to focus on davening. The bottom line question is, from this whole Shukh Torah with the Bryce and the Memra, is why was Amemar allowed to daven while holding his Arba Minim? He, we should say it should be also for him to hold the Arba Minim while davening, because he's not going to be able to focus on davening, because he's going to be concerned, lest the Lulav and the Esrik fall from his hand. Okay, what about, what about the Lulav? So, it's so it's going to get split. We're talking about, we're obviously talking about on Yom Tov. Cholam Ayat. Okay, but we're at a time that he would, you, he would use it. Well, right, right. I'm not sure. The last case, as far as I know, it would be forbidden to hold something while damaged. Well, the Bryce just told us that it is. Anything that's going to take away my focus. But I think that there's a difference between holding something to the point of holding like caring, there's some using something as an object for feel or. I'm not, it's not. You're not using it, but maybe it brings you up to state. Maybe it's to motivate it, to uplift you. I don't know. But okay, well, I'll have to see what the Gemara's answer. I hear where you're going. I don't know without the Gemara why that would be a difference. I'm not doing anything. Am I a Sefer Torah? Imagine holding yeah, a Sefer Torah. Is there anything that's going to uplift you more I than a Sefer Torah? Yeah. But nevertheless, I can't do it. So, Esther going to Lulav also? Maybe it's going to... Yeah. With Lachar, you shouldn't be able to, to hold it. You learned that you, 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 you shake it during Hal. During Hal, but not during Shmanetz, right? Shmanetz, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold different... Uh, supposedly, I'm going to hold different frame of state of mind. I'm not even allowed to motion it's, anything. It's used for davening. It's used for... I mean, it's used in a, in a sort of a... a not Shmanetz, right? No, I know, but I'm saying that it's used in a, in a, in a situation of tefillah. I have a question. I don't will I, I don't or will I not be concerned? Right will I or I will I not? But will I or will I not be concerned that it might fall? Well, the Gemara is saying that you will be probably. I th- I hope you would be too. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't tried it. Even if you're not concerned for True. True. Well, the point is, we're saying have mitzvah. This is because they love the mitzvah, like you're saying. They loved it so much they wanted to hold it. They wanted to hold it all the time. But the Gemara's Kasha, let's just accept the question. The Gemara's Kasha is, Lachara, he should not be able to because it's going to be distracting for his davening. On that, the Gemara answers, Hasam over there, meaning all the other cases that we discussed previously and all those other cases, Lav Mitzvah Ninu. They are not a mitzvah. Let me explain in a moment. Vitarid Vahu. And he will therefore be distracted and um, preoccupied with them. Hacha, over here, however, mitzvah ninhu v'loytarabahu. Over here, it is a mitzvah, and he is therefore not distracted. Now let me explain, and then we'll read it again. Let me read it, let me, let me explain first, and then we'll read it again, and then if there's any questions, we will address them then. Tefillin is a chetzah of Kedusha. Sefer Torah has Kedusha, but there is no mitzvah to carry it, to hold it. And since that's the case, it's something that will distract him. Lulav, however, since there is a mitzvah, the, the kiyom ha-mitzvah is gufa, holding it, holding it, since the kiyom ha-mitzvah is holding it, holding it, 
Therefore, since that's the way that I fulfill the mitzvah, so even after I fulfill the mitzvah, it's not something that we're concerned that you're going to be preoccupied and worried about because of the chibuv ha-mitzvah which a person has. Since they love it, that's right. More so than Correct. Also, I mean, where and why? You're more worried about not dropping the mitzvah that you already... No, 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 that's why you are allowed to hold it. You're allowed to hold it because since the key of ha-mitzvah comes by holding it, so there's a chiv of ha-mitzvah by way of holding it, so it's not going to distract you. A sefer Torah, there's no mitzvah to hold the sefer Torah, and therefore it will distract you. Since the way to fulfill the mitzvah of lulav is by holding the lulav and esrik, so even though I fulfilled the mitzvah, however, correct, I fulfilled it already, but nevertheless, it's not going to be a distraction Maybe to me. Correct. Well, that's right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see why it's not a question. So holding the lulav and esrim. Holding. 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 Yes. Holding. Yes. Yeah. We'll see in the Gemara later. Why? Because this is the same manner in which the mitzvah. Maybe it's natural. Maybe it's natural to hold a little bit extra when you Let's you know. Let's look. Let's look in. Let's look in Rashi together. Two Rashi. More natural. Yeah. Let's see what Rashi says. Love Rashi is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine lines from the bottom of Rashi's Love Mitzvah Ninu. They are not a mitzvah. Zok Rashi Laoichzon. That's not a mitzvah Laoichzon to hold them. And they will be, therefore, for him, as a burden. Even though it's chibav ha-mitzvah, but it's a burden. Therefore, he will be preoccupied with holding them. And it will weigh heavily on him, carrying it, and making sure that they're safe. Okay? Meaning a knife, a plate of food, even tefillin, and even a sefer Torah. Hacha, however, over here, nitilasa vilikichasa, don't ask me about the redundancy, mm-hmm. the taking and the taking no. of the lulav, just where, where don't get distracted, mitzvahi, that is the mitzvah, umitoich shechaviva mitzvah alav, and since there is the chavivos of the mitzvah, ein v'shimura torit. The carrying, the holding of it, and the making sure that it's safe does not weigh down on him, and because of the chivah ha-mitzvah. So this is what the this, let's take what the Gemara is saying for a moment, and then we could ask questions. What the Gemara is saying is that when the mitzvah is holding it, then therefore the chivah ha-mitzvah. Not the chibov for the lulav and esrig. Right. The chibov for holding the lulav and esrig is not considered a burden. It's not considered something that will distract me. Sefer Torah, of course we love the Sefer Torah. But holding the Sefer Torah, right? Let me, the marshal. Sometimes you'll have someone that, um, you know, Bez Hashem, we, we, have, we know people that are Gaboim or Gabayshenis, that um, they will give out the uh, psicha or Haitzavah, of the second Sefer Torah on Yom Tif or Shchaydish to somebody. And then the person takes it, he gets to behind the bima, and he says, you know what, he turns to somebody else, someone younger, maybe could you hold it for me? 
he doesn't love the Sefer Torah, of course he loves the Sefer Torah. But it's difficult, he has to be careful, he has to this, he has to that, it gets get heavy. A little of an yes, you're not holding it for as long. But the mitzvah is to do that. So we feel more of a chibov to it, and it's not as, oh yeah, I'm holding the lulav and esrik. No, it's something that's such a, it's such a pleasure. Which one has more kedusha? I ask you. Which one is worse if it falls down? So the lulav and esrik fall down, so it becomes possible. All right, I'll use somebody else's, right? If a terror falls down, you have to fast 40 days. Right? Zok to Gemara Ayyisayit. If since there's a chibav mitzvah from holding it, it's not going to stare you. The chibav mitzvah of the Sefer Torah, chibav of the Sefer Torah, that's going to stare you. I don't think it has anything to do with you already did your mitzvah. There's nothing to do with that. I think he's saying right now we're doing two mitzvahs. No. Okay. I disagree, and I'll tell you why. No, he doesn't. I thought so too. For many, many years I thought so. But this time, when I was learning the Gemara, I came out not like that. That's not, I thought Rashi was saying that. I, is oh no, not now though. Because if it was, why have the chibav mitzvah? I don't like you. Because of the chavivus, he's going to pay attention to the actual mitzvah he's doing. While he's davening, if he's not mechavivit, then the mitzvah, even though he's doing it, wouldn't. Okay, I'll tell you. For many years, I did learn like that, and maybe you're right. But I this time I read it again a couple times, and I said I think I think I made a mistake. So maybe... You have many years on me in this, because I only got you one, so I'll, I guess I'll get it. Well, just try I mean, it a couple times. Rabbi, to your point about the same thing, if he drops the Sefer Torah, he has to fast before he dies. Is that a stronger argument? Or why you can hold the Lulav? Because if you drop the Lulav, okay, so you just it's bustle. But if you're holding the Sefer Torah, and you drop it... He's much more focused on it. No, but then how do you fit that into the plate? What about the plate? That's a better... Okay. 